Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fearless, Inspired, and Free podcast. Another week has gone by and lots of things have occurred. And this week, instead of having a guest, I thought I'd just um, talk about a few things and some of our challenges for the week and kind of reflect on that and give everyone a chance to pause. I also thought that it was a good time to talk about my past guests and how they also work their way through challenges and some of the nuggets I had pulled from each of our chats. So this week was full of images and pain and things that are difficult to digest, uh, more divide amongst groups and people, the country. And um, for me, it brought a lot of sadness, a lot of sleepless nights um, and just things that it will take time for me to process. And I'm sure that many of you have a lot to process as well. And I think that acknowledging that, acknowledging pain, sadness, anger, frustration, unknown, not understanding, all of those things that many of us have experienced are okay to experience. And I wanted to just take this week to jump on and say, that it is okay to feel the way you're feeling if you're exhausted, if you're fatigued, if you're sad, if you're upset, if you just don't even know how you feel. Um, I really do feel all of that is okay. And many of us will have varying degrees of that in those feelings and those challenges. And I encourage you to sit in that not try to avoid it, not try to act like it doesn't exist, but to sit in that and work through it. And if you need someone to help you get through it, a friend, a family member, a mental health provider, um, all of that is okay too, to kind of get through that. Although I made this platform so that we can stay on the positive side of life and continue to find the hope and continue to see the resilience that we all possess. I really do feel like it is also the right thing to do to sometimes not have a great day and work through that. And um, so I just wanted to give this week that space to do that and slow things down a bit. I thought about, I'm part of a women's circle. So every week it's a circle of women and we get together for about an hour and 15 minutes, hour and a half. And we really just kind of, there's a leader and she reads some poetry and we reflect on poetry. And we've had some wonderful examples of that poetry. And we do meditations and we check in with ourselves and we're very honest in this circle. We have dedicated this space and this time every week to just be vulnerable, be open to really become in tune with how we're feeling. 
Uh, we do not judge in this space. We allow for laughter, we allow for tears to flow, we hold people and we send them love, we send them light. And it has just been probably one of the most, I, I don't have words, it's just a really great thing. And I look forward to every week, I look forward to my women's circle because my life is so busy and I do have a lot. And as all of you, you all are going through life and experiencing things and, you know, nobody goes through life unscathed. I mean, everyone has a story, which is also why I do this podcast, but um, this space has just been a sacred space for me and one that I truly appreciate. And the women I've learned from are just truly phenomenal. And it's so funny because we're all different. And I don't know that we've ever would have known each other at this deep level if we'd now not participated in this circle. But one thing I felt was really good about this week is that we discussed grief. This week, we allowed ourselves to be open to the pain of grief and talk about our experience with grief and some of the lessons we've learned from it. Um, but most of, most of all, we were open to the pain of it. We didn't try to resist it. We didn't try not to feel um, certain pain that we might be feeling or certain pain that this past year, more than a year of COVID has brought us. We, you know, really tapped into our inner resources. We were present for our sorrow. Um, we noticed when resistance was arising. Um, and, and this was all because of one of the poems that was read in the circle. Um, but one thing that stuck out for me is a part where we talked about, or the poem talked about, may I accept my sadness knowing I am not my sadness. And so it's okay to feel sadness or pain or anything or the grief that you may be going through in any circumstance, but that doesn't define you. It was important for us to know that because we resist or we try not to experience it if we identify too closely with it, you know? So we talked about, we accept that our sadness is, um, that we had to accept that we know that our that we're not our sadness, but it's okay to go through that. We also were able to go through and make sure we talked about forgiving ourselves for any mistakes that we have made or any things that we have felt we left undone or any experiences we had that we hadn't sat with ourselves yet and really gone through. And that was so, so helpful as well. Um, and just to know that or come to the realization, even though we probably already knew that, there is no medicine for grief. We just have to allow it whenever it comes. And, you know, we could be going through something now and a year later, we think, oh, we shouldn't be responding to that anymore. We shouldn't be having those feelings. And it was helpful for me to know that that's not true either. You know, there's days that there are people who have left this life that I miss so tremendously that I still, a year later, 10 years later, however long it's been, 
um, can have a moment and just go through that moment. And if I cry, I cry. And if I am angry, I'm angry. And it's okay to accept those feelings. And so um, I was able to share this past year, year and a half, two years of um, some significant losses I've had in my family. And then just some experiences that I've had in life that I mourned like loss, um, changes in my life that I um, grieved about and it was okay. And so I want everyone to know that it's important that you know that whatever you're feeling this week, this past week, this past year is okay, but we have to begin to work through that. And how we work through that is facing it. How we work through that is not resisting it at a time you think about it. And how we work through that is if you have to get someone um, to help you get through that, um, you should absolutely do that. And then I think about there was a, um, on social media, I went to the page of a woman, um, Eliza Boquin. I hope that I am saying that correctly. I don't know if I am, but she is a psychotherapist. She says on her page, and we all know social media have to do your research. And I'm not here to tell you one way or the other to believe, you know, what people are. But I found in this week when I was really going through um, many things in my head and my heart, um, found this very comforting from Eliza O'Quinn. Um, and I'm going to play it for you because she talks about comforting yourself and how this is how we can comfort ourselves if we don't have anyone at the time. And I found it helpful. So I want you to take a listen. My favorite ways to comfort myself when I am having a really rough day. All you got to do is put your hand over your heart chakra, take a deep inhale, exhale release, visualize beautiful pink light pouring into your heart. This is the love, the kindness, and the compassion that you extend so freely to everyone else. Take a minute to give some of that to you. All right, your turn. So I hope you were able to hear that because she put her hand over her heart and she had us breathe deep and imagine this pink light coming in. And what she said was so true. You know, we extend so much compassion and love and grace to other people. But how often do we give ourselves that same grace? And so this was so helpful for me this week. And I did it multiple times so that I could comfort myself. And I do hope that that piece was helpful for you. Um, and so what other thing I thought about when I did that, and as I went through the week is practicing some self-care. And sometimes we kind of put that on the back burner as well. You know, self-care is so important yet we go through life, just fast forward. We're constantly going, we have so many deadlines. We have work, we have family, you know, we have many things that come on, you know, come to us and that we're responsible for. And we just, sometimes we neglect ourselves and um, 
this was another topic we had in our women's circle um, one weekend. You know, what does self-care look like for you was our question. And, and, you know, what are the ways that we take care of ourselves? You know, are we allowing ourselves grace to leave some things behind and move forward, let some things go? You know, how do we manage images and feelings and things that we're experiencing? You know, how do we carry our fears and our pain and our experiences? All of that stuff is real. All of that stuff is real. And if you carry that, carry that, and carry that, and you don't practice some kind of self-care and how to dump that out, it becomes overwhelming. And so also what we talked about was that depending on your age, self-care looks different. Self-care in my 20s looked different than my 30s. I'm leaving, you know, I'm at tail end of my 40s. When I go into my 50s, what will that look like? And so, you know, for me right now, when the question came up, what does self-care look like for you? The first thing that popped in my head, I don't know why, but it was a Kenny Rogers song. And, you know, he's like, you got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away and know when to run. And those words ring so true for me because at a certain point in my life, I realized that. I got to know when to hold it. I have to know when to fold it. I have to know when to walk away. And I really have to learn when to run. Sometimes we don't heed the warnings and we continue to allow things in our life that just don't serve us. And so that was one of the first thoughts that came into my head, because as I said, in this past year, year and a half, two years, I had made such big changes in my life and, you know, uh, that allow for me to live fearlessly inspired and free, which is why I have this, this podcast. It has allowed me to go through some grieving periods. And I'm not going to say I don't have days where I get up and I still feel a little anxious, you know, and that's normal. I sit with that. The key is not to stay with it. The key is to just keep going forward and forward, forging ahead and, Knowing that right now I must hold on to my peace. For me, this stage in my life, I have to hold on to my peace and I have to remove anything that does the opposite for me. And so I have learned that I, it can be people, you know, as hard as that may be, it can be people, you know, if they don't bring you peace. And I'm not saying there won't be just agreements and things like that when your relationships or friendships or whatever the case may be, but I had to reflect and I always reflect and I say, man, will this, me engaging with this person or this group, will this bring me peace at the end of the day? And um, we have to really consider that. And it can be TV, it can be movies, it can be the news, things that you're watching music, things that you're listening to, if it doesn't bring you peace, if it just increases your anxiety, brings you more fear, uh, doesn't bring you peace, I'm at that stage where I gotta let it go. And if that means for me, and I laugh about this, I go, Dana, <laughs> you're so stuck on 90s R&B or you're so stuck on you know 90s hip hop or whatever the case may be. I, for me, that brings me peace. It is a time in my life that there was, you know, that music brought me joy and I can think of a song and say, man, that reminds me of X, Y, Z. 
And um, so I probably couldn't name a whole lot of new music that's going on. And as I scroll through social media, sometimes I'm introduced to new music that's wonderful and I love it. But I always go back to my comfort zone in my spot where the music just brings me joy. And there's a DJ and I, oh my goodness, I can't think of him right now, but he always has the best throwback artist. And um, he brought them back like today and they're singing their songs from back in my favorite uh, era of music, my, my favorite time. And I get up, I dance, it brings me joy. And so we have to hold on to our peace. And, and that's just one small bit um, because music does bring me peace. I love music and I love um, the calm. It brings me, uh, what I also wanna remind people is that um, no is a real word, okay? For years, I'd often say yes, when I probably should have said no. And I came to the realization that no really does feel good when you mean it. Because when you say yes, and you really don't want to do something or go somewhere, commit to something, you don't do it with your whole heart. Then you fret over it. And then you have no peace. And so right now, my life is so important that I have peace and that I practice self-care and peace is part of my self-care. So no is a real word. And if people get upset because you say no, they have to learn how to respect your boundaries and they have to be okay with who you are. And anyone who's okay with who you are will respect no when you say, I don't want to go. I don't want to do that. Nope, I don't want to participate. And it's not that you don't like that or you don't, you just don't feel like it's not in your, it doesn't resonate with your spirit or your soul at that time. The answer should be no. Could you change your mind later as you get closer to it? Sure. And you have that prerogative, but I would really encourage you to say no, because it is part of you being more in control of yourself and your peace, which leads to better self-care. I also want to remind people that what people think about you is none of your business. That's not great self-care if you're worried about what everybody thinks about you. If I say this, what would they think? I mean, you really have to lead with your heart at some point and just be okay with being who you are, a little quirky. Um, that's okay. If people say you're weird, that's okay. If people say, well, I don't like that you tell the truth or you're blunt. Well, that's okay too. And you don't have to listen. Any of those things, if they resonate with you, um, it's okay to be you and be who you are. People are going to talk regardless, whether you are doing the right thing, whether you are nice, you can, you know, stay positive. People will be like, oh, you can't always, can't possibly be that positive you know, okay, that's their opinion and that's okay. Um, but what I really, I think it gets hard too for young people today is that, you know, they're so worried about social media has made it so, you know, oh well, my goodness, will I get canceled? Will everybody not like me if I'm not myself? If I don't look a certain way, if I don't wear certain things, it's just the pressure has gotten to be too much. And so I would encourage you and I would encourage if you're talking to young people, but really just for yourself, for your own self-care, what someone thinks about you is not your business. And I don't mean that you can go out and hurt people. 
that's not what I mean. If you're being a mean person, if you are just going out of your way to harm people, not what I mean. I just mean that for your own good and, and, and just so that you can have peace, you have to live a life that works for you. You have to be yourself. You can't be someone else. It's too hard to keep up with that facade. Um, I call like getting on the stage. I did that for many years and you just have to be yourself and be like, okay, the answer is no. I don't want to do that. Or, hey, I'm going to try this. And I like this. And everybody will say, you know, people say, well, that doesn't even seem like something you would try. You know what? Because I didn't for so long or I wouldn't for so long because I was too worried about what everybody else thought. Or I I was trying to please or I was trying to do what people thought I should do. And so all of those things are for the birds. So no is a real word. And what someone thinks about you is none of your business. And then finally, I would like to say that when we're practicing self-care, sometimes we have to get to a point where we need some help. A lot of people say, I can handle this on my own. I can work through this on my, my own. I can journal this on my own. All of those things are possible. But they're just things in life that sometimes you can't handle on your own. Or there's some things are some ways that you feel that you just can't work through that on your own. And so I want you to be okay with reaching out to your friends that you trust, that accept you for who you are, that accept your boundaries that you set, but will also take what you're saying and not twist it later, not hurt you later, but, but genuinely care about you working through that. And then if you feel like you can't do that, there are so many counselors. There's so many people out there ready to talk you through it. And I've seen many on, on the internet and you do your own research for sure, but there's so many people reaching out now, trying to help people, trying to get people through it. Um, counselors and psychotherapist and there's their books and the people who write the books have practices and there are just so many ways you can find someone and you can get referrals so many people I'm so happy to see that this is a conversation now that people are getting the help that they need and so that I believe at this stage of my life is also part of self-care you, you cannot do this alone sometimes. You have to reach out. You have to talk to people and you have to get help when you, when you need it. And so I, um, these are things that I thought about this week. And I hope that me thinking out loud or walking through this out loud with you has been helpful um, and prompts you to do the same. I um, said I would also take this time this week to summarize my guest and I have been just in awe of the guests I've had so far you know you think you know people and it's not until you sit down and kind of let them talk and walk through their life that one you get to know them so much better and two they realize some things about themselves and now that has been as a coach for me that has been such an awesome opportunity to kind of sit through that and um, listen to them and me myself get aha moments, but also see them um, have some aha moments as well. And so I launched this and then everyone can go back and listen to my launch and the reason I started this podcast and that hasn't changed. I want a safe space. I want to build a community so women can tell their stories. 
Um, there are some amazing, amazing stories there. These are everyday women and they send me their bios and they tell me this is me. And then we get to talking, you learn so much more about them. And it's just been so, so helpful and just so such an education and has confirmed and cemented for me that there's so many wonderful women out there. And I would love if you would go back and listen to their stories and I let them talk. And so sometimes, you know, some are shorter than others, some are long. And that's because as they talk, I see they're finding things that they want to talk about and bring up. And some of them are triggering for people, I'm sure, because they have similar experiences. And I'm hoping that helped too, just to have a conversation. And um, I wanted to create this space and I don't judge. Whatever comes from them, I, I let them say it. And I think that's helpful too, because people are more open and more willing to tell their stories if they know that there's no judgment as you listen to the stories. And when I probe and I ask questions, because I'm really trying to learn, you know, as I go forward with this podcast, you know, my hope is that I get all kinds of women from all walks of life. And I won't always necessarily agree or my listeners won't. And many times I will agree with what they're saying. And that's okay because it makes for a very robust conversation. It makes for interesting conversation. It allows us to learn and grow because if we stay stuck in our own mindset and our own ways, we don't, we don't, and we don't allow ourselves to listen to other folks and other sides or different points of view. um, I'm not sure we grow. And so I'm just looking forward to building this community of support, growth, resilience, um, and learning. And so my first guest was Carmen Jacone, and she, uh, 20 plus years in law enforcement and, uh, and now is trying something new and really enjoying it. A few things that I pull out from hers was that um, she listened to God's voice. You know, she said to us, answer, uh, ask, and he answers. She took faith steps, steps in faith. She's like, be open, put things in the universe, and then put people in your life or allow people in your life to hold you accountable for the things you say you want. Um, Allow for people to help you. Allow for different perspectives. You know, she was at a certain point in her life where she felt stagnant and she wanted more growth. Um, she also was surprised that when she was ready to step out and do something new after being in something for so long, uh, um, something she loved that others, uh, saw so many things in her that wasn't immediately evident, evident to her. And so I thought, wow, look at that. That is something that you just learned in this process that all these people saw these gifts and you might've known they were there. You may've had some suspicion, but not until they pointed them out in your process. Did you own that, accept it and take the leap? And so I hope you will listen to Carmen's story um, because she doesn't believe in closing doors. And she tells everybody to please stay open, stay open to love, stay open to criticism, stay open to your feelings, stay open to your emotions because it could be uh, a great experience if you do that. 
And so then my next guest was Carmen Teague and she was, uh, or is, um, a licensed professional uh, clinician. Um, and she counsels adolescents and she talks about how we often talk at our youth and not to them and, and, and not allow them to use their voice. And she talks about how a really hard thing happened to her in her life and that because of that, she had to get some counseling um, and that sparked her interest in becoming a counselor and doing the same thing that counselor did for her and her situation of um, a trauma. And she turned that around into a positive. And what she wanted people to learn in our talk was to accept that something happened to you, to not be a victim, but to be a survivor. She wants people to accept support, tap into their strength and realize they are strong. Um, what I liked about Carmen is, uh, Carmen Teague is that she walks the talk. Um, she talked about how she's a counselor, but she still always makes sure that she sees a therapist as well. She is big on mindfulness um, and making lists about what she's grateful for. She is big on positive thinking. So I think she helps our youth to find ways to deal with any stress or anxiety or depression they may be feeling, uncertainty, but she uses mindfulness. She has them focus on being grateful and positive thinking, but one um, exercise she walks us through in that episode is grounding. And she talks about how in grounding you focus on something, you know, whether it's a smell or a taste or something like that. And how being in the moment and walking through that grounding exercise has been very beneficial for her clients. And so I encourage you to listen to Carmen's story. And next I had Tawana Hill and um, Tawana Hill is a coach and a woman who after talking to her, I was exhausted. <laughs> she has reinvented herself so many times. She's a business owner, as I said, a coach. She's an employee at her company for over 26 years. She had a brick and mortar business, um, mimosa and a masterpiece where you can paint and sip mimosa, mimosas. And after that, you know, she's now online with that and talks about how people can get that. And it can be fun for companies to, you know, get that um, box and paint and sip. But she also continues to educate herself and continues to take courses to learn more about herself. She's made candles. She's been in publications and people have talked to her and she's coached many people. And we went through a certification, a coaching certification together. And she is just a kind human and started a podcast so that she could highlight how kind humans and it's called What the Quote. And so she takes quotes and lets people choose their favorite quotes and then they talk about it. And um, she's just a uh, just fun, fun energy. And she wanted to pe she wanted the listeners to know that if you aren't changing, you aren't growing. She has developed a daily spiritual connection and she encourages people to do the same if you stay connected to something spiritually. Um, it is very beneficial. 
Uh, she is a strong believer in you are who you surround yourself with. So if you want to be successful, if you want to be positive, whatever it is you want to be, you have to seek out people of like mind and like action. She wants everybody to know, to trust your intuition, trust yourself. She wants you also to know that you are worthy and that we all have magic. So I think you'll enjoy that conversation if you tune in to listen to Tawana Hill. And then I had the next guest and her name was Vanetta Roy and she is an educator, a mother and hashtag granny. She's a grandmother of two and she is the current owner of Surf's Up restaurant. Um, there, it is a franchise or a chain of Surf's Up restaurants and she owns um, two, uh, one's in South shore and one's in old town. And she was so fun. You know, she kind of went through a lot of things. She talked about her life being a young mother and continuing her education. We talked about how sometimes our parents don't always try, but sometimes they derail a dream or something that we might want to do because they're trying to protect us. And it is all because of the time that they came up in. And so we, we walked through that and talked about maybe some dreams deferred and if we would resurrect those dreams because uh, they still um, hold a place in our heart. But she is all about action. She's also big on love and she loves everyone. And she talked about her students because she is an educator. And I have witnessed this for myself, the love that she has for her students. And she talked about the ones that people cast away or, or, or say that they're um, challenging and things like that. And she loves them even more because of it. And I've seen um, just that love. But she wants people to know that they need to be fearless enough to challenge what society tells us to be. Okay, so she's not big on boxes. She wants to be outside the box. You know, if she's a teacher. There isn't a mold for a teacher. You know, if you're a mom, there isn't a mold for a mom. You know, challenge the norms, um, which I thought was, you know, such great advice. She feels that general love can restore and that it brings joy. She also talks about how we are responsible for our own happiness and that lack of self-care is sometimes what leads to us, you know, kind of wearing ourselves down. Um, but at the end of the day, we, we do need to practice that. And I just talked about that at length earlier in this podcast, but um, her story, her success with her restaurants did not come very easy. And she talks to us and she walks us through that and says that sacrifice and struggle comes before success. But when it's right, God lines up everything you need because it's the right decision. And so I urge you to listen to that episode as well. There's so many lessons there that I learned from Panetta. And uh, my most recent guest, the last guest I had was Nicole Jackson Hopkins. And she also had a, a long, a, just, you know, a lot to say about her life. Um, she was not, I called that making her story called making lemons out of lemonade. And um, she was not a stranger to heartbreak. You know, she lost her mom 
in a very tragic way. And she talks about how she felt like she lost her twice, once in the illness and once when she did pass away after many years uh, of caring for her. But she also talks about how she started off, you know, in this computer engineer and then cosmetology and now a realtor owning her own uh, real estate firm and how many people tried to cast their idea of how her path should go. And she was uh, refusing to listen to that. She says, you have to listen to your own voice, not the voice of others. Um, she's, she's open to support, but when it came to her life and what she felt she could do, she was always uh, one to do that. And she said she jumped right in on that. You know, she did say that she learned from others um, and that we have to continue to educate ourselves. So I think that um, all of these stories were just so amazing and I learned so much from them and I, I encourage you to please subscribe to Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor. Subscribe to Feelers Inspired and Free so that you can hear from these women. Um, my next guest will be Shanita Straw and Shanita is an attorney and she owns Golden Law and I really think you don't want to miss the story. I mean I was so amazed. I got on our interview thinking, you know, she sent the bio on, you know, all the education she had and being a lawyer. But I tell you what, once she started telling her story and the path she took to get there, just the persistence to become this lawyer that she is today, amazing, amazing. And I, I hope that you'll listen to that. I hope that you'll hear her story of uh, resilience and then her story of persistence uh, she says to me, life happens and it happens to everyone. Okay. And that was so telling, you know, that she's not trying to run away from life. And she knows that in life, we're going to have some good times. We're going to have some bad times. Life happens and it happens to everyone. But not one time did Shanita sit down and allow for life to happen and, and her to say, I surrender. She didn't do that. And so I just... Um, I think I'll call this one. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again, but please tune in next week so you can hear from Shanita. I want to thank you um, for your time and this platform, and I hope that we can continue to grow together. I look forward to hearing from you. I've heard from a few people, and I do hope that I continue to hear from you. I hope you continue to listen and share, share the podcast, share so that we can build this community together. Um, I'm excited to see what can happen um, when you stay true to your mission, which I am. And it's just to hear these wonderful stories and to support these women the best I can in their journeys. And if you go to the podcast, you'll hear how you can get in touch with each and every one of them or find them and follow them on social media. And so let's build um, this community of support for them and continue to share the podcast so you can hear about some of the amazing women that I'll highlight going forward. And so thank you for giving me this time today. Uh, leaving you, I'm going to leave you with three affirmations that I have up on my desk and that I read every single day. I hope that these affirmations are helpful for you. And I want to 
read them. I want to reinforce that they are real and that they are helpful and that they will help you in your life's journey. I pray that everything that you want to achieve in your life that you do, and please know that there's there are people who support you in every way out here, including me. And so here we go. The first one is my ability to conquer my challenges is limited. And I'll say it again for you guys. My ability to conquer challenges is limitless. The second affirmation I want you to say and believe is, I am the master of my abundance. I create my own reality. I'll say it again. I am the master of my abundance. I create my own reality. I want you to say that and I want you to believe that. You are the creator and you can do and create in your life what you choose. And I want you to know that. And then finally, um, this year on my birthday, my sister gave me a card and um, I really liked this card. And so um, one part of it or one card, one piece of it that I keep on my desk and I say to myself or just remind myself is behind every success is effort. Behind every effort is passion. Behind every passion is someone with the courage to try. I'll read it one more time. Behind every success is effort. Behind every effort is passion. Behind every passion is someone with the courage to try. And so if I leave you with anything today, I'm encouraging you to try, to have the courage to do the things that you wanna do in your life, the courage to follow your passion, the courage to follow your purpose in life, the courage, I'm sorry, the power and the passion and the courage to be fearless, inspired, and free. Take care of yourselves, take care of your hearts. I'll see you soon.